0: Okay. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want bough, yield my car, shield my tie, yield high, deal, bar, wheel, stop, deal. Jim Davis is my name.
1: You're listening to Being Jim Davis, uh, the only podcast which. Has some pretty serious consequences, like dying. It's fair. My name is Lynn Moats, and I'm
0: Jim Davis. <laughs> My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson. I will be the third chair tonight. John Lynn, I'm and interrupting. Jim Davis. Interrupting John and Lynn just to note, apropos of this tagline issue, listeners, we are up to six hundred and sixty-three listener-submitted taglines. If you act right now you could get the coveted tagline number 666. Ooh. And you will probably burn in hell for eternity for doing it, or just for listening to this podcast. Anywho, let's hear what Lynn has to say about today's episode. Chris, John, uh, it's Wednesday,
1: March 3rd, 1982. Yep. And today we are reading the 1,354th ever Garfield strip. (laughs) What happens in
2: today's Garfield? In today's storied Garfield Lynn, Mm -hmm. Garfield does a basically nice thing for Odie. John. Like, pretty much. Yeah, okay. I have a, there's a bone in today's strip. You got a bone to pick? And I have
0: a bone to pick with you. Yeah. You implied, let's, you implied that, you implied that there would be a
2: watermelon in today's strip.
0: I don't see a fucking (laughs) watermelon.
2: Where's the fucking watermelon? Subversion of expectation. Is a classic technique in fiction. That's just—I mean—that's that's how you do fiction, art. John. This is reality. We're actually this is, no this recording. Really, no, this I'm, po- Chris, Chris, uh-huh. Gar- Garfield is all fiction. None no, of this stuff happened. <laughs> this podcast is happening. Okay. Did is it? I—I I mean, I think that's at least an open question. This podcast could be scripted
1: be fiction
2: it, we, we, we literally have a podcast template with a script tab Today, today's <laughs> podcast scripted by playwright
0: Tony Kushner ooh <laughs> I, I, I would prefer Tom Stoppard I mean look you'd prefer Tom Stoppard John we'd all prefer Tom Stoppard we could only get Tony Kushner he was the best we could do being Jim Davis
2: part two Perestroika. <laughs> Okay. 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 This one has three panels. They all featured Garfield, Odie, and a bone. Yeah.
0: So now we know and it's it's now canon. Parabolas. It's canon now. Odie is inside the snake.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first panel, Garfield is uh, is on is on the right. Odie's on the left. Garfield is tossing a bone to Odie towards Odie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Odie is uh, Odie is producing precisely one drop of spittle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that means. No, we've forgotten. Um,
0: this is a classic cartoon style bone, you know, long, straight, sort of parallel lines there in the center, and two little knobby things on each end. Is this a femur? I, uh, there's no way of knowing what who, what part of the body it was in. Could be a femur. It's,
1: it'd be a very small femur.
0: It could be. Well, I mean, it's
2: probably not a human bone. Yeah, I wasn't. I was thinking like I'd, an animal. But
0: I mean, personally,
1: I, I, could I be, don't, know we don't know what has come through and possibly died in the snake. Yeah, so. well, who knows oh, that's what this snake point.
0: ate? Who knows? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's been 68 days this since really the last bleep. appearance of Lyman. <laughs> this could be Lyman. Ly- maybe Lyman is Ooh. the first one the snake ate.
2: You think Lyman got eaten by the snake in the past and then somehow miniaturized? It would Wait, and then turn into a skeleton.
1: <laughs> he didn't <laughs> it would it, it would finally answer the
0: question of Where's, where's Lyman? Lyman? Hashtag where's Lyman, John. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be answered one of these days. I'm, I'm sure. not I'm not suggesting that Lyman miniaturized. This could be any sort of bone from Lyman. You know? Okay. Like you've okay. got all different sizes of bone in your body, John. All different speak for yourself. All,
2: all different sizes of life. <laughs> all bo- John, yeah,
0: speak for yourself, Chris.
2: All of my bones are precisely the same size. Mm-hmm. John, see, it's all about uniformity.
0: I'm not he- I'm not here mm-hmm. to gatekeep objectively bones. perfect bones. All bones are beautiful, John. <laughs> all bones are beautiful. Real bones have curves, John. <laughs> That is true. Oh, yeah. most, bo- most bones are most well, bones you know, they're do They're curved it. I mean, yeah. one way or another. Yeah,
2: they're, most bones are shapes. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> it's true.
0: But not all shapes are bones. Okay. In panel two, <laughs> let's can we put that <laughs> Venn
2: diagram in the show notes, <laughs> John? In panel, t- <laughs> you're editing this week. Think, of, things that are shapes. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to create a, a circle Venn
0: diagram. <laughs> Uh. Are there, I mean, there aren't any shapeless bones, are there? No. Not that I know of. Okay, in panel two, the bone bounces across the floor from right to left, and mm-hmm. Odie does one of Odie's classic single takes, watching the bone. And Garfield's smiling, and Odie seems happy, and there are no droplets of spittle. And that's panel mm-hmm. two.
2: Mm-hmm. In the third panel, the bone bounces back. Back to the right somehow? It bounces around around Odie's body and comes back behind him? Yeah. Yeah. It's worth noting that it's impossible. I don't know that uh, we should dwell on it. I mean, it
0: does appear... It appears to violate the laws of physics. Slightly. Now, I don't know. Does the shape of this bone somehow cause it to boomerang around? Like, if you saw a boomerang doing its thing... And you didn't mm-hmm. understand about why boomerangs
2: do the things they do. This is you're saying. This is a which bonerang. I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might be a bonerang. <laughs> I Okay, episode over. That's that's. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than that. <laughs> not gonna. Uh, panel three. Garfield thinks I got you a bonerang. I got you a bonerang, <laughs> Odie. It says I, I got uh, you a b- rubber bone, and Odie's neck is doing a fun. It should be doing, like, a 360 degrees around thing, but it oh, honestly yeah. this looks... would be
2: funnier if the, his neck was twisted all the way around it, one yeah, rotation. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he... Yeah, that it, would be funny. looks like he... I'm even noting
1: uh, in Wait. panel two, his, his head's completely turned around on his body, like, uh, exorcist style. The
0: whole orientation mm. of his body changes between panels two and three. In panel four, Odie projectile vomits all over <laughs> Garfield. If only... Like, actually, look, but between panels two and three, Garfield actually uh, rotates his body around. Because in panel two, his head's on the right and his tail's Garfield on the left. Does? Odie does. Odie panel does. Panel two, Odie's uh, head's on the right and his tail's on the
2: left. And in panel three, vice versa. So mm. he, he's turned his entire that motion body line around. should extend to his whole body yeah. if the whole body is rotating. It would be, I feel right. like. On this, the Z axis. Jim
0: Davis absolutely missed an opportunity for a classic cartoon visual goof. I meant to say the
2: y-axis, obviously. Obviously. Odie's head should have
0: rotated 60 degrees around the y-axis. That would have been funny. It's funny when cartoon characters do that.
2: It is, objectively.
0: He had the opportunity to do that. He totally didn't.
2: I I just don't know if I could suspend my
1: disbelief enough for that. Such yeah. a realistic strip. Mm, you know?
0: The boner, mm. bonerang is plausible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> props to Jim oh, Davis do you for that turn. His turn.
2: <laughs> By implication. By
0: implication.
2: That's all there is to <laughs> this one. You could look. You, you got to read between the lines. You know. You don't
0: have to. Subtext. You don't have to though. If you don't want to, don't. Who's to
2: say? I said you gotta. You don't. You don't. You gotta. gotta. Mm. Mm. um i mean this is fine right i mean like it's not not fine it's not like i get like this is supposed to be like a prank
1: yeah is is I, this a I gag think... or is this just a nice thing that garfield is doing
0: it's nice to jim get davis a, has
1: captured it
0: it's nice it's like to get a dog a toy
2: yeah, right. Dogs yeah. like, playing especially with a toys. toy that has some degree of like, like rubber made out of rubber. You can chew on it. You can like, oh yeah, in the sense that it like, you know, he threw it once and it continued to bounce right. in an erratic fashion.
1: Uh-huh. And I mean, like, a, a, a dog's going to want to chase the toy anyway. So like, yeah. this is not. This is, is there a joke here? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: think there is. It's the first it's time just... that question has been asked on this podcast. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> never had reason to wonder.
0: It's just an example. Uh, it's just Garfield did a nice thing for Odie. Is that so bad?
2: No. You know?
0: No. Way to go, Garfield. But
2: we're not saying that it's bad, Chris.
0: Way, way to go, Garfield. You know? I think yeah, I think fine. I'm
2: genuinely positive on this one.
0: Yeah.
2: Well,
1: you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> What's new, Garfield? Whoa!
2: <laughs> How true that is. Yeah. Uh,
1: you, please Lynn, you John, subscribe. as you
0: know, every Tuesday I interrupt the outro to reach into the oh being Jim Davis mailbag. Um, that is a thing we do sometimes on the right day, sometimes not. It's when I remember <laughs> to. It's never um, on the right day. It's sometimes on the right day. Uh, guys, we received an email from friend of the show and a popular guest host, Jesse Cooper. Jesse wrote to Puppet at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, Puppet Show. Jesse writes, Hey, Garfam, the dark god Garfield, known internationally for a decades-long comic strip, demands a puppet show based on their infinite life. How would you please the orange devourer's demands... So you are not made into human lasagna. Well, that's an apt question.
2: I mean, that presupposes that th- that that's a fate that we would not want. You oh, so you would want to be made I'd into love human to lasagna? Become lasagna.
0: You'd be devoured by the dark god Garfield within well, that's just the context the way it goes, of Jesse. I mean,
2: like you got to you got to go after your dreams. You know, it's fair enough, Lynn. How would you no matter what the consequences... How would you respond to this situation Jesse
0: has posed? Your choices are to be become lasagna and be devoured by the dark god Garfield. Or, please, Garfield, with a human pup- with a puppet show uh, based on... Why is it either or, too? Like, why can't you... Yeah. Law of the Excluded Middle, motherfucker? Turn into
2: motherfucker? and perform a puppet you can't. show. can huh? It's the
0: Law of the Excluded Middle.
1: Yeah, will they lose sentience upon becoming lasagna?
2: Well, it's, he, he specifies that it's that's human not, lasagna. That's, that's, that wasn't baked into the premise of the question.
0: Oh, oh, da 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 Good night, folks. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I could say goodnight. Unfortunately, we have three more emails to read. Jesse Cooper also writes... It
2: is unfortunate. Subject what, line... This is this a separate email? Yeah,
0: this is a separate email. This, is, this one Jesse sent to fatherissues at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> subject line flashbacks is, Hey, Garfam, Christopher Winters Esquire III saying, parentheses, in an aggravated way, Shut up! To John in episode 1347. I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't re- remember that. I don't recall ever telling John to shut up.
2: Um, no, 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 shut up, John!
0: Anyway, uh, See, that wasn't said this to John in episode 1347, where Garfield is joyously trying to read a clock and forgetting they are a cat. Reminded me of the only real memory of my father I haven't <laughs> seen in two decades. Damn. Whoa. That got real. This is... Yeah, what well, it's flashback? What was the memory? It doesn't specify. I think, it, presumably, it was being told to shut up from two decades ago.
2: In an aggravated In fashion. In an
0: aggregated fashion, probably. Aggregated? Aggregated. Yeah, ag- <laughs> aggravated. Fa- he was aggregating the Garfield memories. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Jesse, I hear you. We all got father issues, right? John, you got father issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your dad messed you up royally, right? I mean, I mean royally. He <laughs> still don't. does. Yeah, Still you does. don't
1: get to where you're hosting a daily Garfield podcast <laughs> without
0: some kind of deep, be some deep That's a very good Clearly, point.
2: Yeah, um,
0: unresolved. We also issues. we also received an email from Joe Rothenberg, friend of the show, friend of the pod, favorite guest host, Joe Rothenberg. Joe Rothenberg wrote in, John, you'd be excited to hear it. He writes in to Fruit Clock Challenge ninety nine at beingjimdavis.com yeah. Joe is so far our only listener to enter Fruit Clock Challenge 9920. Uh, Joe writes, Dear Jims Davis, attached, please find a design for the hashtag FCC99 t-shirt. We, that's right. We did ask Joe to design a t-shirt for the winner of Fruit Clock Challenge 9920. <laughs> As well as my entry into the competition, I hope to win the right to print this shirt for myself. Sa- oh, that's right. The prize for winning Fruit Clock Challenge 99 is that you are allowed to buy the champion t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you. First, I'll share my screen here. Show you the design. Yeah. This is a strong design for the winner champion t-shirt for Fruit Clock Challenge 9920. There it is. It's a, cl- it's a classic design. Wow. Is the fruit clock there? It says clock is used without permission. <laughs> and Lynn, I would explain to you the nature of fruit clock challenge 9920, but I don't exactly remember yeah, unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, we don't remember. Hey, John, you can see Joe's entry there. Oh. So it's a clock made out of fruit. That yeah, was, okay, that, that was the, that was the challenge to make a clock out of fruit. I think we asked listeners to include a photo of themselves holding today's newspaper, so we would know they made it this year. But I think we should accept this mm. entry. I think we from specified it had
2: to be the Muncie Herald. Probably has to
0: be the Muncie <laughs> Herald. <Memory search. laughs> it's, it's the only, um, it's the world's only newspaper, John. The Muncie Herald. And the clock has to be set to four thirty. I don't know if we said <laughs> that. I think we wanted to see a clock. Uh, we wanted to see an actual clock in the shot, also, so we could be sure the fruit clock was taking,
2: showing the correct time.
0: Functional. This is a quality. I'm sure this will be in show notes. Joe Rothenberg also writes uh, in a separate email. P.S. <laughs> I've done so many of these projects, I now have a dedicated being Jim Davis folder on my computer. Oh.
2: That's. I mean, that's just that's smart.
0: Yeah. I mean, look. You should. Yeah. Everyone should have proper and being jim davis uh, you know, folder uh on their file computer system should definitely need maintenance it's good it's good yeah good practice yeah John. Yeah. i don't know if i've mentioned this before on the show john i don't think joe hasn't promoted it but joe has a podcast of his own well Listen, listeners should check it out it's an idiotic podcast
2: so you should check that out that's what it's called it's, an co- yeah, it's called an idiotic podcast idioticpodcast.com yeah
0: joerothenberg.com slash podcast an idiotic podcast with your host Joe Chips looks to me like he's got four episodes so you're definitely that's enough to binge yeah and and that's scene. All. that's all there is oh no god for fuck's sake we've got one more email hang on Our our fourth and final email of the week comes from friend of the show and fan favorite guest host, Jesse Cooper, who writes to metatextual Garfields at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, no subject. Jesse writes, hey, Garfam. In 1348, you inquire quizzically about the metatextual concept of the orange devourer, knowing that they are in a comic. Pardon me, In comic. In modern Garfield, they have no fourth wall at all. In the last three weeks, they do hacky dog jokes featuring internationally renowned comic strip cat God that will make an unhuman lasagna, and the lesser but also well-known dog featured in the same internationally known comic strip Odie in a feature called Call, Ask a Dog. That feature has reader ask Odie a question. Okay. That's
2: I basically
0: followed the train of that one. Listeners, I uh, I, I agree with uh, all that. Yeah, if you have at least
1: he he specified unhuman lasagna that time. Yeah, those are the
0: two types: Uh, human and unhuman. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) listeners, you can send your comments and questions for the podcast to info at (laughs) zaymonmilos.cz. We'll get them. We'll get them. Thank you.
2: Thank you. And good night. night.